What's up, you guys? I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this is Two Degrees Hotter, the postgrad podcast where we get real about life after college every Tuesday. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Two Degrees Hotter, and a, a historic one, some may <laughs> even say. Um, Anya and I are sitting in the flesh. Across from each other. Right across from each in other. In person. So... If you hear any weird audio technical difficulties in this episode, it's because we've never, we've done this once before, but we did it in front of my computer. So we were sitting side by side. This time we're actually trying it at my dining room table. So we're sitting across from each other, which is like a more normal dynamic, like more conversational. Yeah. Um, But for example, I have a really creaky, like old dining set. So you might hear that. (laughs) We have gin and tonics. So you might hear the ice moving around as we take sips. But yeah, think of it as like, we're sending you a voice memo of our thoughts, you know? Yes. Like I feel like that's the like that. very casual. And the the OGs know that this is only the second time that we've recorded in person. So like, they get it. They know how momentous this is. Yes. For, and they, they'll take it at any cost. Yes. And the goal is to do this more, which may be possible in the future, which we will hint, hint. hint at in the weekend review. Um, but this episode... We're going to be talking about the that girl trend aesthetic movement. And I don't want to come across, if you are into this and it helps you and it inspires you, yes, that's great. I think we just want to talk about it from a standpoint of recognizing that it might not be the healthiest trend mm-hmm. for everyone to see. Yes, 100%. And just, yeah, just... Respecting everyone's prerogative, whether you choose to partake in the that girl trend or you find that it's not the healthiest mindset for your journey. So I'm really excited to chat about this. I think it'll be a good, good conversation, good organic conversation across the table. You know. Yeah. And um, to be frank, we basically have a list of like potential episode topics that we plan out really far in advance. So like when either one of us just has an idea, we'll like slot it into a random date and that date could be like months out. And that's what happened here. So I don't know which one of us slotted this in like back in like January probably, but we were actually going to talk about like how to be that girl. Yeah. And I think we've both had like some growth since then of realizing like maybe not everyone needs to aspire to be that girl. Yeah. So that's kind of the the premise here, but Before we do that, let's jump into the segment, starting with the week in review. So I'm going to be honest, besties, rough week on my side. Um, I actually lost a pet this week. So I don't know if you guys have know, especially if you're a more recent listener, but my like family pets, um... I had a dog and then I have a cat. So like I grew up with those pets since I was like 10. My cat is now 18. My dog is the one that passed. He was 13 and a half. Um, And so, yeah, he ended up passing away on Sunday. We're recording this on Friday of the same week. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously there's never like a good time for something like that to happen. But the circumstances around this one in particular were just kind of like extra sad. So um, he did pass like, I guess, peacefully, like, on his own. Like, we didn't put him mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know what would have been easier. Like, I think that comes with, all, like, its own set of challenges, oh, for, sure. for sure. So, like, I'm glad that 
you know, we didn't have to make that choice. And like he went on his own accord and whatnot. But um, it is sad. And I feel like whenever something bad happens, I always like, I, I don't know, I have a bad habit of like catching myself like very much spiraling. Like I, I take one bad thing that happened and I really like expand it to feel like it's everything is bad. Yeah. And so I did like, and like generalizing that like my whole life is bad. So like when that happened, when the news hit, like I just kind of was like, oh my God, 2022 has sucked so far. Like I've faced rejection, like Grant had COVID. And I was thinking about like all these like stressful things that have happened this year. And I'm trying to like work on that. Like obviously losing a pet is like a really hard and like devastating thing. Like people that have had animals, I feel like get it. Like it, it I did take like the day off and everything on Monday. Cause it's like, if you have had a pet for like your whole life, it's, it's basically like losing a family member. And like, if you get it, you get it. I understand if you don't like it, I feel like you really only know if you have had a pet like that. Um, but like, I'm just trying to like work on the tools that I have in my toolbox. Yeah. One might say to like catch myself when I'm in these like spiraling habits and like try to just try to like zoom out and like get more perspective and be like, okay, yes, this is a sad thing that happened. Yes. I have the right to be sad about it, but it doesn't mean that I don't like live in an amazing apartment, like live in the city that I've always wanted to live in. Like, you know, so I don't know, obviously it's going to take me a while to like cope with losing him. And it affects my parents more than me, honestly, because they were the ones like living with him day to day. Um, and it is sad, but I'm just trying to like not get into the, like, I guess just the best word I can think of is like spirally, like spirally mindset of like, this is bad and this is bad and therefore everything is bad. And like this year is a wash. And like, I'm trying not to, not to get to that point. I'm trying to use the tools that I have to not get there. So like I tried like going on a walk and like making myself tea and like being extra gentle with myself and everything. But yeah, not a great week. And also just like busy from a work perspective and stuff too. Like just a busy week for like lots of reasons. But if you've lost a pet, I'm with you. It's tough. I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's inevitable, but it's, it is like, it's sad that they don't get to live as long as we do, but it's because they do so much good while they're here. Um, And I actually posted in my, I don't know if I've really talked much about this, but I work at like an incubator space. So like my team is really small, but we share space with like over a thousand people. Um, And so I posted in like our Slack group there, there's like a pets channel And I like shared a couple like of my favorite pictures of him. And I said like, you know, this was Oscar. He unfortunately passed away this weekend. Like I would love to see for those who are comfortable, like if they could share pictures of their pets that can like greet him at the rainbow bridge and like people, a bunch of people shared their pictures and it was actually really nice. Like, cause I feel like people don't get to talk about like their pets that have passed very often. So like people are kind of sharing like the things that they liked and like what they'll like how they'll play together and stuff. So, and Grant was like, that's really sad that you did that. (laughs) I was like, only pet people get it. Like, I was like, I was like, you might not get it, but I feel like it's, it was good. So anyways, a little rough, but, um, we're at the weekend. So I'll probably go home at some point this weekend just to like be with my parents and like help them. Like, for example, we have to like get rid of his stuff, which isn't really something that you think about. So they were like, what do we do with it? And I was like, oh, maybe I can like bring it to the shelter or something. So I want to like help out with that. But yeah, it is sad, but I feel like pet people, if you know, you know, and 
That's it. Well, if it's any consolation, I did not grow up with pets. And I still, like, very much empathize. And, like, when you told me that you took the day off from work on Monday, I was like, okay, good. Like, I spent Monday being like, I hope Bonnie's not working. Like, I hope she's okay. I hope she's taking the time that she needs. Because you're right, it is a family member, like, at the end of the day. Yeah, and luckily, like, I work with a lot of pet people. Yeah. So, like, they they totally got it. it. Yeah. The girls, like, get it. (laughs) But, yeah, so I am very sorry for your loss, bestie. And... Hope Oscar is doing well and got greeted by all the fun pets at the Rainbow Bridge. I would have sobbed <laughs> seeing that post. That. Yeah, right. I'll show it to you after. Okay. Um, I'm debating like if there's a way to maybe I'll figure out a way to like link a picture of him in the show notes or something if you guys want to see. Like I have like a shared album, but I don't think I can link that. So yeah, I'll show Masha too. Right? Yes, She's I'm wondering how the cat's gonna react. I was saying this uh, to my parents because like they didn't they did not get along. But they weren't, like, best friends either. It's a yeah. cat-dog dynamic. Yeah. You know how it is. So I wonder if she'll, like – I'm sure she'll notice the loss, but I wonder if she'll be, like, sad or she'll be, like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Hell yeah. She's, like, fine. She's, like, I've been waiting for this. My space. Yeah. Because she's older than him, so, like, she, she did have a house without him at one point. Yeah, so she's, like, thank God we're back to that. But we'll <laughs> see. Days. So my week of review is – One's, like, a little sad, but, like, more funny sad than, like, sad sad. (laughs) And one is really exciting. So we hinted at being able to record more in person in the near future because I am officially looking for apartments in the Boston area, specifically in the same neighborhood that Anya lives in and, like, the neighborhood kind of directly next door, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, So within a 20-minute radius, I would say, of Anya is kind of where I'm looking um so yeah super exciting looking with uh Ashley who we talked about on the podcast uh, a couple episodes back she's been binging the podcast so hey Ashley if yeah you're actually let's give a shout out to oh yeah do you think it'll be live um their crowdfunding is I mean I can text her to double check when we yeah get yeah. this out but I don't think she'll mind um so my roommate Ashley and her current roommate Mika uh founded a planner company and the whole idea is to help you live more intentionally more thoughtfully it has check-ins there's opportunities for workshops um and things like that to help you like actually achieve your goals like not just write them down and forget them um it's super super cool we'll link down to their crowdfunding and their website and all that where it describes it much better than i just did in the show notes uh but the day that we're recording this is the first day of their crowdfunding campaign where they are raising money to launch the business so they are doing it through iPhone Women. Again, we'll put that link uh, in the show notes, but you can get fun rewards depending on how much you donate. And the campaign is going on until May 25th, I believe. Okay. And we'll so, have to have them as guests at some point too. So yes. stay tuned. I'm sure that'll be in the future. Yeah. So definitely if you, you one of the options is to pre-order the planner itself. So if this sounds like something you're into, definitely check it out. They have a cute tote bag too that I have my eye on. Um, but yeah, so shout out to them. Ashley's who I'm living with and our apartment is going to be filled with planners, I'm sure, which I'm stoked about yeah. because I, I love a planner. She mentioned she would be the one fulfilling them. So yeah, so it'll, it, I'm going to get to like sit on the sideline of a little small business and watch mm-hmm. it all go down. I'm excited. Uh, so yeah, so we are looking, we actually just put in an application 
registration for an apartment. It was it's, a painful experience. It was very painful. <laughs> we're not going to get into it because we're like traumatic. We did it. We are not Microsoft no. Office girlies. Let's just we're say that. We're not tech girlies. I mean, You're I consider girlies. myself pretty yeah. technically like competent in general, but for whatever reason, they sent this this like PDF with like a password it and like all lot. these drop downs. Like it just was not going well, but we did our best. Yeah. Hopefully it works out. This was a highly sought after apartment, so I'm trying to manage my expectations, stay hopeful, but like it's okay if we don't get it. And at the very least, we're making the move. Like the yeah. first we've put out into the universe, like, yep, we want to live together and this is what we're looking for. We just reached 10,000 steps, if you can hear my pivot. Wow. Um, so You're yeah. sitting. How did you just read? <laughs> because I was moving my arm. Okay, okay. For those of you that don't know, I'm not Italian, but I do talk with my hands. So... <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the exciting part of my week in review. The not exciting part is that I am just a little old lady who threw out her back at the beginning of the week. I don't know if I've talked about this. I won't get too into it because it's not that exciting. But I herniated a disc in my back back when Anya and I were in high school and mm-hmm. dancing. I think I repressed that. I didn't. But only because <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> so in... To be completely honest, like, it's not very severe at all. It's a little slippage. Nine out of ten times it doesn't cause me any issue. But every once in a blue moon, I'll just tweak it a little bit. And it pinches the nerve in my back. Mm -hmm. And it's brutal. And I don't know what happened, but I fell asleep Monday night. We're recording this on a Friday, if we didn't say. I fell asleep Monday night and woke up, like, 40 minutes after I went to bed and was just, like, damn like, mm. it happened it's happening and anyone who has back pain you know that it's just like or at least this type of back pain not chronic like but nerve. Yeah. yeah once it's once you've tweaked it it's like a good week before yeah. you're feeling okay so I'm having a, an okay day today yesterday was pretty brutal I'm not gonna lie um, I had to spend some time in the car and just sitting in the car is really really tough for me mm. um If anything, like, I'm better just, like, up and moving and walking. Actually, it was, like, a 30-minute walk to an apartment that I saw today. And (laughs) I walked the whole way because I was, like, this is going to be great for my nerve. But, yeah, so I'm just a little old lady. Uh, I have my heating pad in my backpack right now in case it starts to act up. If you have any tips for relieving nerve pain in your back, let me know. Well, better now than in Portugal in, like, six months. True. Or New York in like a month. Yeah. I'm like, this is my, I'm fulfilling my back quota for the year. I'm not due until 2023. (laughs) Let's move into our favorites. So my favorite is a little out of left field, but my apartment, it's a house. Like I call it an apartment, but we live in like the first floor of a house basically. And we have a yard and we have always had just had so many birds, like just always, there's always so many birds around. I'm always hearing birds, most seeing birds out the window. There was one time, I don't know if I ever showed you the video that I, I like heard a lot of chirps and I happened to look in our backyard. Oh, yes, you did. There were like dead ass, not even kidding, like at least 40 birds. It was crazy. Like I was like, is this the bird convention? <laughs> like it's just very weird. Like we're very popular with the birds. And so I've always wanted to like, I just love the idea of like, feeding and like helping the neighborhood like wildlife like I love the idea of like planting pollinator friendly flowers and like you know putting out bird seeds like I just love that idea so I bought some bird seed and I bought a little bird feeder and we actually have another one I just don't know how to put it up so we have two we have one that's like a regular looking bird feeder Mm -hmm. 
that you hang. And then we have one that's like a, it's, it's a clear acrylic birdhouse and you suction cup it to a window so that you can see the birds from like a front POV, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it, it sounds cool, but I realized our windows are all kind of high off the ground. Like even though we're the first floor, like you would kind of need a ladder to reach the outside to like put it up and Mm -hmm. put more seed. So I don't really know if that's going to work out, but uh, right when Kylie came over today, I was filling the bird feeder and I hung it up and lo and behold, the birds have already come through. They've arrived. There were like three or four birds there and I was just so happy to see it. Yep. And honestly, the net investment was like $20 for like the bird feeder and the seeds. And I'm just like, this is going to make me so happy. So I'm excited. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. A spring, a spring favorite, yeah, I guess. It's the little things. Yeah. So, and we saw a cardinal. Yes. So that was Anya, cool. I was in another room, and Anya goes, "Kylie, come here right now." Yeah, I was like, so you have to see. Um, and I always feel like people, like remarkable birds, I feel like are always signs of like, like signs from heaven, signs from the universe, whatever. Oh yeah. So I was like, okay, Oscar, like, I see you. See you. Like, yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So my favorites this week, I have two, and ironically, they're both like pretty that cool, which was not my intention. I honestly think about when I want for my favorite, like the episode before and sometimes people make notes and that was the case here, but I guess it just goes to show that you can take what you like from the trend and leave what you don't like. So the first one is a podcast. It's called Fitness Flipped. It's actually done through Peloton. Mm -hmm. If you're new here, you know that I'm a Peloton girly. Um, and one of the instructors, Tunde, hosts the podcast, and she normally has, like, an expert guest and then, like, a fun guest to talk about each, whatever, like, the topic is. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you can imagine, it's fitness-oriented, but it really does do a good job of taking a more, like, holistic wellness apo- approach. It isn't, like, here's how to get lean arms mm-hmm. in podcast version. Like, one of them is about, you know, creating lasting habits, and they had the author of Good Habits, Bad Habits – on the show one of them was about strength and it really focused on like how exercise and just like moving your body can not only help you obviously get physical strength but mental strength and talked about like intentionally working out or setting an intention at the beginning of your workout things like that and I was listening to an episode I can't remember off the top of my head what the topic was but it had Sterling K Brown who is in the show this is us he's an actor in that show very cool dude. And he said something. So I wanted to like include it as a little preview of sort of what the vibe is, but he said something that really stuck with me. And it was just because something has been, doesn't mean something has to be. And he was specifically referencing, I guess, no man in his family has lived past 65. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to his older brother who is 59 because um, his brother brought up like, oh, like my my clock's running out. Like if if the pattern continues and he said to his brother, just because something has been doesn't mean something has to be. And I think that can apply to a lot. Honestly, I've been noodling on it since I heard it. It just really like stuck out to me. So that sounds like it interests you. It's like available on podcast platforms. So you don't need to be like a Peloton member to listen. I highly recommend. And then my other favorite, this is like a new addition to my routine. It's oil pulling. Yeah, I have heard of it. Yeah, I'm just kind of, I kind of like dove off the deep end. I was like, screw it, why not? I have a bunch of coconut oil. Um, but essentially you swish 
You can do it with any type of oil. I do coconut oil because it tastes Yeah, good. I was going to say, that probably tastes the best. Yeah. Um, Maybe avocado oil would be, like, neutral. Okay, yeah. But so far, I don't find coconut oil to be unpleasant yeah. in any way. You essentially just swish it around in your mouth for 15 to 20 minutes. That's, like, such a long time. I always make sure that I'm doing something else. So, like, this morning when I was checking emails from work, I was swishing around the coconut like, oil. Are you, like, actively swishing? Yeah. That's, like, such a I long am. time. I don't know. I, I was nervous about it when I first went to try it. I was like, I feel like I'm not going to want to do this. No. I don't find it to be I, – I feel like as long as you're doing something, like yeah. it, it becomes sort of mindless. I feel like I would just get distracted and it would just be, like, sitting in my mouth, yeah. you know? Um, but it's supposed to have a lot of benefits. It's supposed to help oral hygiene. It's supposed – it could act as, like, a natural whitener for your teeth. It's supposed to put a lot of good bacteria in your mouth and have, like, digestive health benefits. A whole plethora of things. I saw a TikTok about it, and I was like, screw it. Why not? What I will say is that if you do it with coconut oil, I do recommend. However, most of the time, your coconut oil is solid. That's what I was going to, yeah. So put it in solid, and then it kind of melts. Yeah, so coconut oil has a really low melting temperature, so it does melt in your mouth really, really fast. But I always struggle with the first, like, I just take it on, like, a spoon, and I put it in my mouth, and my body automatically is, like, swallow. That's yeah. A swallow. <laughs> yeah. And I have to like actively be like, no, swish, Kylie, swish it around. Kind of like a toothpaste swallow. texture. Exactly. So that's like the one thing. Make sure you don't swallow it because I mean, I'm sure it's not bad for you. It's just I guess yeah. It's I just mean, it's just it's a lot sore. of fat. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just fat, but but it's not the end of the world. But I don't I imagine it's not like the most pleasant. I'm sure that it could like cause a bit of an upset stomach to just swallow like oil. <laughs> I don't know. If, if you're like a stomach girly yeah. like me. Yeah. Um, I don't recommend swallowing it, but it's not the end of the world. Just be conscious. So yeah, I will keep you guys updated if I know. Do you do it any. every day? So far, I've only missed one day of doing it. Oh, tip. Do not spit it down the drain. Oh, because it'll it like, into your trash yeah. because it can consolidate right, right, over right. time. And That's a good point. Drain. Yeah. Um, or at the, at the very least, if you're using coconut oil, don't do it. I don't so know like, about other oils. No, yeah, that's like all oils are like okay. that. Like you're not supposed to like pour oil down like your, your kitchen that's sink. That's true. You know? yeah, yeah. Good point. So yeah, don't do that. I always spit it into the trash. Uh, so I wait until my family isn't around. So they're not like, what the hell? I'm just going <laughs> to the trash can. So that's why I missed one day. But yeah, that, that's what I've been up to. I'll keep you updated if I notice anything uh good all right let's move into our main episode topic we are gonna talk about the that girl if you know anything about our show you know anya and i really prioritize our health sustainability and building a community around the things that young women go through that's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed katie diosti in 2020 a gen z entrepreneur overall badass and founder of viv for your v who we are so proud to partner with on this episode viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators something crazy that i personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down yeah and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need 
them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. So I figure we can kick things off. I'm sure most of you that listen to this show probably know what the That Girl aesthetic is. But just in case you don't, we are going to kind of talk about it just at a high level and... I guess talk about like our experience with seeing it around. Yeah. So this was a quote from Cosmopolitan. We'll link the article down below. <laughs> I really liked this little summary. So I just put it in here word for word and I'll read it for you guys. So it says, it's the fifth bowl of perfectly assembled oats I've seen this morning. Who knew chia seeds could be such a point of contention? The videos continue. Matching workout sets, a green juice, some time for journaling, and a fashion show to find the perfect outfit all seemingly before 7 a.m., before the sun has risen and the rest of the world has even rubbed the sleep from their eyes. A small, slice of, a small slice of hashtag aesthetic perfection. As I scroll, I tell myself it's time my alarm-ridden, chaotic morning routine, currently powered more by, spress, by stress than spirulina, was like this. More aesthetic, more that girl. But who actually is that girl? And why are we so obsessed with being her? That is beautiful this yeah. author could have written the raven but edgar Allan poe could have not written that. that's all i'm saying <laughs> yeah. um so i loved that yeah little summary that's great so basically to put it more in our own words uh that girl is the girl who does all the things that we know we're supposed to do but we don't for whatever our reasons we don't live that life we want to we want to be that girl um and we know we should be more like that girl but who has the time? Who has the energy in this economy? Yeah, who has the girl? money? Yeah. So that that's kind of the vibe that we're we're talking about. You've seen it on TikTok. I feel that's like TikTok what I was gonna say. The, yeah, the birthplace of that girl. TikTok's TikTok's definitely the hub. Yeah, and I feel like for me the most frequent sort of use case is just like scrolling on my for you page. Yeah. They're wearing like a matching active wear set from somewhere expensive. Yeah, drinking a green juice like. Yeah, just like doing way too much in the morning. Yeah, they work an entry-level job or in their college, but they have the most beautiful apartment in mm-hmm. the middle of a city, and you're just like, the math isn't mathing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And again, if this is you, amazing. That's your Literally promise. tell me how. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think we just wanted to make this episode so that if you have been seeing this trend around and you feel like you're struggling to understand like how people achieve these things or live this lifestyle that you don't feel alone or like what you're doing is not enough so yeah because I would say you and I are middle of the road that girls like we're not okay we're I feel like we have that girl attributes but we're definitely not I I, Ollie I won't speak for you but I'm not drinking a green juice and a matching workout set applying my Laneige lip mask every single day I've never done that once, actually. Wow. <laughs> I, I have done it once. I'm like, it's so tough being that girl. I'm the that girl spokeswoman. Thank you. So, yeah, we're just going to kind of talk about why we feel like it might be not, I guess, overrated or like sometimes a little problematic and why you don't feel 
don't feel like you have to aspire to be yeah that girl yeah so I guess the most obvious kind of thing that goes without saying is that for most people with a nine to five with any dependence of any kind really any responsibilities outside of their own self-care their own health and wellness this lifestyle can be very unattainable yeah. from a time perspective from a financial perspective and I feel like that can make people feel really bad because like you're seeing all these people that are popping up on on your for you page like any other creator would and you're like wow how do all of these people how do all of these girls have the time, have the money, have the like mental capacity to do this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> I'm like, end episode. <laughs> um, so to kind of go off of what Anya was just saying, the That Girl Lifestyle is all about the aesthetic. It's all about living your life in the prettiest way, in the most appealing way, outwardly at least. But at the end of the day, taking good care of yourself, proper self-care just isn't always pretty, especially if you have any sort of mental health struggles that you're working through. Take it from me firsthand. I feel like I, looking back at myself from a year ago, am a completely different person for the better and had a lot of positive growth over the year. And I'll tell you what, it was not pretty all of the time. In fact, I would argue that it wasn't pretty most of the time until like very recently. So I think it can also be really performative because the only way to prove that you're that girl is to post about it on social media. So there's a bit of that like performative highlight reel mm -hmm. aspect. And again, I, I not to like call myself out, but to like use me as an example, like I chat about the struggles that I've gone through over this past year on the podcast, but like I only scratch the surface. Like I'm not going to divulge every bad thing that's ever happened to me in the past year or so on a public platform because just most people don't feel comfortable doing that most people don't want to do that most people don't want to hear that um so yeah so it's important to like realize that the that girl trend is like really grabbing onto the idea that social media is a highlight reel and you're not seeing i imagine maybe i'm wrong if you're that girl hit me up <laughs> but everyone's human everyone goes through bad periods bad days bad times where it's just not pretty and you're just not seeing that from that specific person. Yeah, and it kind of gets back to what we were talking about in the last episode, was it? When we were talking about uh, lifestyle creep and how... Yeah. Or was it the lifestyle creep one? I don't remember. In a recent episode, we were talking about how there are so many people that are living beyond their means that yeah. are probably in debt. And, like, we don't see that side of things. Yeah, it was lifestyle creep. Yeah, so, like, we don't have um, insight into, like, their financial situation. And it's, it's the same thing here. Like, you know, you could be jealous of their gorgeous apartment and all of these things. And it's like, how are they affording that? And they might not be like, they might just yeah. straight up not be. So um, don't let it, don't let it make you feel down about yourself and like all yeah. the progress that you've made. For sure. Another aspect of this sort of aesthetic, this lifestyle, this niche is that if you really kind of take a step back and you click on like the that girl hashtag on TikTok, which by the way, has over 2 billion views I saw. Um, if you kind of take a look at who the content creators are in this space, you will notice that it's not a very diverse space. So most of them are like Eurocentric, traditionally attract, conventionally attractive, I guess is the yeah. word I'm looking for, skinny, white, Caucasian girls. And 
we are Caucasian girls, so nothing wrong with being a Caucasian yeah. girl. Love them. But <laughs> it's kind of worth questioning and thinking about why this space isn't more diverse and how you can make room for, you know, people of color and people of different, you know, gender um, identities and all of these things in this that girl space because it's also I imagine tough to be of a minority group and like see all these that girl videos and feel even more distanced from them because you don't look like them either and so it's like you know by liking these by commenting on these like you are pushing the algorithm to deliver it to more people yeah and so I'm just thinking about like the intention behind that um yeah and so kind of along the same lines like as aesthetically tempting as it may be it's really important to just stop focusing on skinny relatively wealthy white women's highlight reels and really start living the life that works best for you whatever that looks like preach that's such a beautiful line all that tattooed on my body (laughs) um we've kind of touched on this a little bit as we've just been talking but just to like really drive it home it is impossible to be that girl every single day. And like I said, even the that girls of the social media space are not doing that every single day. I would bet money on it. Um, and this especially is a factor when you bring in mental health, general life emergencies, the ebbs and flows of what it is to like be a human being on the earth. Like, I, And again, I not to like call myself out, but obviously I'm speaking from my own experience. When I was at like my lowest in law school, I was posting vlogs and productivity videos on tiktok that were doing like decently well for someone mm-hmm. who has a very small platform and it's like if only people knew what was happening when the camera wasn't rolling and just how like dismal my life was and felt to me when the camera wasn't rolling and i'm not saying that if you're that girl like once the camera's off you like hate your life or something i hope that's not the case for you but again you just you don't know and right now i'm in like a really good fitness point of my life besides back injuries aside. Um, But like I'm in like a pretty good routine of working out and like generally just eating more whole foods and things like that. But I know that I wasn't like that all of the time because of external circumstances. And I also know that moving forward, life just happens sometimes. And you don't have to hold yourself to this standard of lifestyle when you just don't have the energy for it. Like sometimes the best you can do is get up and shower that day and that's okay. I wonder, like, what do you think? I, I sort of feel like the that girl whole movement has evolved from, like, the romanticizing your life yeah, sort of movement. So, like, and I don't think it's bad to want to, like, make every day the best it can be. Like, I don't think it's bad to, like, you know, put on a matching workout set because it makes you feel good about yourself or, like, make a smoothie because you like the way that it looks. You like the way it photographs. Like, I think that's totally fine. But I don't know, I guess that just occurred to me that I feel like those two things are like kind of connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And like that girls are like ultimately romanticizing like their routine in a way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm I'm like, I need to noodle on this first because (laughs) I also didn't. We'll loop back. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, give me till the end of the episode and I'll comment. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so another sort of interesting aspect to it is that it can kind of be self-optimizing sabotage. So we've talked about capitalism on this podcast. <laughs> you guys know how we feel, but essentially it's kind of over fixation on any single aspect of your life or any single aspect of your appearance 
can point to something, you know, more troubling under the surface. And it really forces you to treat yourself like a project. Yeah. Something that you can optimize. And it's, this is a symptom of our incredibly toxic culture of self-optimization of like hustle culture of like productivity Yeah, of like, you need to squeeze every single last drop out of every single day that you live. And again, if you're in the like headspace to do that, amazing. Yeah. I'm jealous. I think it's great, but just the sort of glamorization of it. And like, I guess just making it seem so easy, like as easy as posting a TikTok can be discouraging to many of us. So for sure. And then kind of hand in hand with that, it can also be a slippery slope towards diet culture. You know her, you love her. And I feel like with like things like the body positivity and the body neutrality movement, you know, we really have made strides away from diet culture. But what the that girl trend is doing is it's becoming reminiscent of themes from dietitians, from fitness influencers, promising that more, you know, fulfilled potential if you just adopt certain habits, eat certain foods, do certain things. Um, the only difference now is that this toxicity is just being repackaged, not just as a diet to follow, but an entire lifestyle that is supposed to lead to you feeling fulfilled and like you're living, you're kind of like you were saying, like you're taking advantage of every moment that you have, but in the name of health and in the name of self-improvement. So again, something to noodle on not knocking, you know, exercising, eating healthy, obviously we promote all of that, but it does, it's just not as perfect as it looks. And I think it's important, especially for anyone out there who, you know, has struggled in the past with any sort of disordered eating or things like that to put a check on, are we slipping into diet culture or are we actually making healthy choices Mm -hmm. for ourselves when we can? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I put this one in, mostly like to at myself um (laughs) because you know like really subscribing to this that girl lifestyle can be encouraging or like enabling an overbearing dependence on structure on expectations of yourself on convention and you know we have some episodes on this if you want to go back and listen but personally I feel like you know having um unrealistic like expectations of myself and like what my life would look like at a certain time in post-grad is like what kind of led to like so much stress and like demise and just negativity in life and so like we're very structured people you guys know if you listen to this show but I also think that there is so much benefit to like having every day look a little different and so much benefit to like diversifying your days and so I think you know, if the that girl aesthetic means waking up at 5 a.m. every single morning and like skipping drinks with your friends the night before or like, you know, not eating that pizza because it doesn't fit into like your green juice aesthetic. Like, I think that's when it gets more problematic and like more harm than good. And even this isn't a point that we have. I'm going off script a little bit, people. But <laughs> have you seen the TikToks that are like, remember, this isn't healthy and it shows like a bunch of clips of working out, eating super healthy. They mm-hmm. have the green juice. They woke up early. And then it says without this. And it's yeah, just like, like bowing out. Now, again, if this is the lifestyle that you're living, by all means, I'm, I'm really not trying to knock you. But even then, you see 
the without this, what's supposedly unhealthy and un that girl is them at the nicest bar in New York mm. in the cutest going out outfit, drinking their little cocktails and like it's still beautiful. It's still curated. Yeah. It's still curated. Like I want, I want the video that shows you working out, eating super healthy, having your green juice, and then literally hysterically crying in your bed because that's the life <laughs> I'm living personally. Yeah. Like, and yes, I also go out and have fun with friends and drink and um, put on cute outfits, and we're drinking cute cocktails right now. But I don't know. They make it seem like it's so hard and overbearing to go out with your friends in your beautiful leather Ritzia blazer to the most exclusive club in New York, and it's like, oh, look at me be unhealthy, and I'm like, girl, I don't, I don't know. So yeah, that that's just something a bit tangential, but something to noodle on. So the last sort of point that we have is putting yourself into a bucket of fitting one aesthetic can be really limiting. Because at the end of the day, what's healthy for one person just may not be healthy for you. You may hate journaling, mm-hmm. hate it. You may find it not helpful at all. Maybe the most therapeutic thing you can do is like record voice memos. You're not going to put that in a TikTok. People are going to be like, you just have voice memos over yourself. Maybe you find that really helpful. Maybe you love salad, but you work a nine to five and you are super busy and you have three kids running around your house and you get 15 minutes to throw it together. So you don't have the apple slices beautifully fanned mm-hmm. out with the chopped walnuts. You're, you just threw a, a chopped salad mix from the grocery store, which I love. I yeah. love them together. And guess what? You're still eat, getting your veggies, eating right it's not the most beautiful thing in the world but you're doing your best so I think it can feel like and I know I felt this way that if you're not living your life in this aesthetically healthy way then it's not worth living your life in a healthy way Mm. and I think that's where things become an issue because healthy is healthy getting in more whole foods trying to move your body as much as you can journaling going to therapy taking care of your mental health all of that is healthy regardless of what it looks like Mm -hmm. and so is eating fast food every now and again and getting drinks with your friends and crying in your bed when you need to like all of the above is healthy and most of it isn't that pretty when you look at it day to day so yeah I just I would hate for someone who's like on their own health journey trying to like really improve their overall lifestyle to feel limited by needing a really cute outdoor voices dress okay, I'm like, don't at me I was just showing Kylie yeah. um I had a uh retail therapy session at outdoor voices um but yeah I feel like what you were saying reminds me of like you know like when you make a smoothie and like some people's smoothies just come out like the nicest shade of green or whatever yeah. it is and it's like your smoothie comes out like brown and sad it's like that's not any less of a smoothie because exactly. it's not like pretty, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes. Or it's not any less of a smoothie because you put it in a plastic cup as yeah. opposed to like a beautiful like mason jar. Yeah. So don't, you know, do the best that you can with what you have. Live as healthy as you can with your own capacities, your own capabilities, your own financial restraints. Whatever it may be, you can be healthy with any aesthetic, with any budget, <laughs> with any of it. Mm-hmm. at all if you're doing your best you're doing great in our book yes and I also kind of feel like this is like so we were we were on tumblr oh yeah we were of the tumblr oh, yeah. era and I feel like this is just a weird evolution of like the tumblr kind of like the tumblr girl <laughs> yeah I guess the tumblr girl and I guess I never realized that like that girl and like tumblr girl like they already like are so similar parallels, yeah. yeah but it's like 
I feel like in the Tumblr days, there was a lot of pressure to, like, you had to fit yourself into, like, one, like, bucket. Like, yeah. one, like, aesthetic of, like, I'm seen or, like, I'm <laughs> hipster yeah. or, like, I'm indie. Like, and then all your whole life had to be, like, to fit that aesthetic. And I feel like it's kind of, it's kind of the 2022 version of that. So. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> even more limiting because there isn't even – it. it Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there aren't even like the sub niches within the back <laughs> niche. Like it's literally just wear your matching workouts at, do a workout before sunrise, eat only vegetables somehow, and live and have every Charlotte Tilbury product that yeah. they offer. And I'm like, Bessie, that was a probably a thousand dollars that you gave to Miss Charlotte. That's crazy. I yeah, don't even, I don't even have that. And I'm wearing Charlotte Tilbury makeup right now. All the honest. Not a full face. What are they doing? <laughs> and I think like this isn't to like drag content creators that are just trying to make like yeah, no. inspiring motivational content. But I think we're just trying to open like the dialogue around if that type of content like might make you feel bad and like why that's okay. Yeah. And so. why you don't need to be that girl. The girl or the guy or the gay or the they that you are is enough. Love that. So that's it. That's, I don't even know if I would call it a rant. I was going to say that's our rant. I think it was more of a discussion. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We, I mean, you guys know that we're both type A. We had talking points that we wrote down, but there was a lot of moments where I feel like we went a little off script because there is a lot to unpack with stuff like this. And I think we both care as mediocre that girls, arguably, (laughs) We care to let you know that it is absolutely okay to be a mediocre that girl. Even a poor that girl. As long as you're doing the best to take care of yourself. That's all we can do at the end of the day. So you guys know what to do if you want to keep up with the show. You can follow us on Instagram at 2DegreesHotter. You can send us comments to our anonymous suggestion box. You can recommend guests that you'd like to see on the show. Um, We are always taking questions for our advice sort of segments so i think that's all the housekeeping and with that we will chat with you guys next week probably on zoom but probably on zoom but hey we'll revisit this format one day yeah let us know how you like this setup for future in-person recordings if you have any strong feelings or emotions but we'll chat with you guys next tuesday bye guys bye